Kurt, that's your cue. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm Kurt. With, I'm Kurt from the MFG cast, and I'm stuck with these assholes. <laughs> the Legends of Tabletop. Welcome to the Legends of Tabletop podcast. We're getting ready to start a new campaign. We're going to be playing Cthulhu Invictus with Oscar Rios at the helm. We've got a couple of special guests with us. Uh, As some of you who are regular listeners may know, we have some real life things happening in the background. We may be losing Neil for a little bit. So Oscar has graciously stepped in to run an Invictus game for us. So I'm going to kick it over to him. I'm going to let him explain Cthulhu Invictus a little bit, and then we'll intro ourselves and our characters, and we'll jump into some gameplay. Okay, Cthulhu Invictus is basically Call of Cthulhu in the time of the Roman Empire. Specifically for my game, it's uh, the reign of Anton- about the middle of the reign of Antoni- Antoninus Pius, uh, right before Marcus Aurelius. So the empire large, fat, and at peace. Um, but for our investigators, there is no peace. They know that uh, there's not a day go by that goes by in the Roman Empire that they are not at war against the forces, the insidious hidden forces of the Cthulhu mythos. Um, what's great about Cthulhu Invictus is that uh, the ro- people of the Roman Empire were a very superstitious people. They believed in the gods. They believed in fate. They believed in magic. Um, it, you know, and they believed in monsters. So if you could prove someone was casting spells and cursing you, you could have them arrested, prove it in court, and that person would be executed. So unlike the Roman Empire, um, the police may believe you, <laughs> but uh, you're going to need proof and a good lawyer. So we are starting our adventure on the island of Britannia, where I have been spending an awful lot of time lately. And uh, we have four adventurers meeting to accept a assignment, and I'll, I'll let them introduce themselves now. Okay. Uh, my name is Darina Hermelia. Hermelia? Uh, I often butcher my own name. It's uh, something I do. I am from the town of... Once again, Camulodium in Britannia. And once again, just not good at pronouncing things. Uh, I am a shepherd. I have a beautiful flock that I'm very proud of. I, If I'm not working with my sheep, I am hunting. And I have a crossbow that is near and dear to my heart. And, and what do you specifically hunt? Uh, I usually hunt shapeshifters. <laughs> <laughs> As my dear friend unfortunately turned yes. into one. She's, she's Little Red Riding Hood. <laughs> pretty, I, it's a living. Pretty much. Something I'm cursed with dealing with. I don't know okay. what I was smoking when I rolled that character up, but God, it must have been good. <laughs> I I'm definitely excited to play her and this 
is fantastic in every way. I, she's been very popular since she's come on the transmission scene. Honestly, I probably just need to dye my hair blonde and I'm good to go. I got the freckles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I am Malachi Ben Zakai. Uh, I am a bodyguard by profession. Originally, uh, I'm from Jerusalem, but uh, due to uh, some turmoil and strife there, my family home was burned and I ended up becoming a refugee with my family uh, to. Uh, younger uh, brothers, I'm sorry, a younger brother and two younger sisters and my mom, we emigrated to Rome where I've been making a living as a bodyguard for basically anybody that needs to hire me. And I hang out in the baths in Rome looking for work. Uh, and often that work takes me on pretty far-flung trips around the empire. As long as I can stay with some connection and keep the money flowing to my family that I'm taking care of and care dearly for, uh, I'm happy to do some traveling. Hi, I am uh, Jesse playing Herminius Rusticus. He is a finder. So uh, basically anything you need, he will try to find for you, whether it's a person or a certain food or a story or a tidbit usually, of information. Usually it's dirt. Dirt. Well, yes, but... I'm trying to be nice about it. <laughs> you're, 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 uh, you're not you're not looking for that lost dog. You're looking for that mistress or uh, you know <laughs> that uh, that that person smuggling you know coins or that out of the lost room. dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but he is uh, he is a, a rather handsome man. Uh, needs that to be able to get around the streets and get around society. Uh, he is uh, generally uh, generally quite suave and uh, basically just knows how to get his way around the city and around people. And and what do you specialize in finding? Um, what do I specialize in finding? Do you mean besides dirt? <laughs> <laughs> Herminius is the uh, one of the most famous witch hunters in the empire. Oh, uh, here we go. Ooh. And Macrion. Uh, this is John. I'm playing Macrion of Corinthus. He is a scholar. He's a large barrel-chested man. He's a very physical person, aside from being a scholar. Uh, he believes in keeping a balance between both mind and body. Knowledge is power, but a keen mind and a weak body is a waste of potential. Uh, inspired by a friend of mine, John. Uh, so Macrion was actually a, a character rolled up in one of my first games. Nice. And uh, he wanted to, he basically, you know, his family's from Sparta. Uh, his mom's a proud Spartan. So if he's going to roll up a, a Greek scholar, it's going to be this barrel-chested Greco-Roman wrestling scholar. Um, so, again, I salute you, John, wherever you are. Okay, so we are going to say that hmm, everyone know or make a no roll and tell me if you get a hard success. Holy shit, we're rolling dice already. <laughs> this goes against every single Legends of Tabletop game. <laughs> Oh, I rolled an O2, so I think so. Okay. Uh drop a one D drop give me a one D three. All right. Oh wait, you rolled an O 
You was that an extreme success? I believe so. I'm trying to find my no on here. I rolled an 82, so I don't even really know my name currently. Oof. Well, I rolled a 94. I don't think that's rolling under anything. <laughs> I got a three, so I think I'm pretty good. Is that an edgy roll, essentially? No, an ed is the same thing, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, my my oh. education's a 90. Okay, so, so Hermeticus... Oh, man, that's a 90. Hermeticus <laughs> and, and Malachi, you don't know Macrion or uh, Dorina. You've never heard of them. You don't recognize them. The names don't uh, don't mean anything to you. But uh, Macrion and Dorina, you've heard of one another, and you've heard of the other two. Okay. For some reason, you're just very well informed uh, about them. Uh, so you know that you know Malachi is a very uh, well-known bodyguard. He's uh, escorted a lot of very important people out, in and out of very perilous situations. And Herminius, again, uh, you know, somebody who brings sorcerers and uh, wizard, you know, magi to justice for the empire. It's not something, you know, it's someone whose name gets around. Um, so, Darina, you know Macrion is a scholar. He's supposed to be an expert in the fallen kingdoms. And Macrion, you know that Darina is a uh, a hunter of where of man beasts. Okay. Uh, so we are actually in, I believe, Darina's hometown of Cam Camuludunum. And for all the Latin majors and British people, please forgive my pronunciation. <laughs> Same here. I live here, and I don't even know how to pronounce it. So, <laughs> um, you've actually been summoned by a a one of the wealthier people in town. Uh, named Fidelius Affer. Oh, I'm wearing my good clothes. Thank you. <laughs> okay. As you get to his estate, you see there's a there are like six wagons quickly being loaded with barrels of fresh water, hard tack, dried meats, um, some uh, well, mostly dried fish because you're a port town. Uh, and like, you know, the people from the bakeries are coming over and they're bringing, uh, you know, bushels of bread and people are delivering amphora in these huge uh, jugs of wine concentrate. Interesting historical fact, wine was sold like by the concentrate. Uh, you didn't usually buy wine. You bought wine concentrated and you mixed it with water to make it as strong or as weak as you wanted. So next next time you're making tang at home, just uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like they're they're putting together a lot of material very quickly. His uh, his right hand, you know, his personal secretary brings you in, and uh, you've never hmm. All right, Darina, make a yeah. luck roll, and this is uh, only because by some weird quirk your character's from here. So, I honestly forgot you were from here when I set the adventure here. <laughs> uh, 38 out of uh, 65, so I definitely pass. Uh, you've met him, and is that a hard success? No, unfortunately it is not. Okay, you have met him. Um, you've worked for people he knows, so you've come recommended. Fantastic. Do I know and anybody else? Possibly when I walked in. The people who the merchants who were bringing in supplies. Yes, there are a few people that you know um, in that caravan. Okay. Okay. Uh, he comes in. He says, 
Darina, good to see you again. Gentlemen, uh, he says, you must be Herminius. And he says that to Macrion. Uh, no, uh, I am a Macrion. Uh, the this... scholar? Yes. And Herminius. he kind of like takes a step back and he looks at your broad shoulders and he says, well, okay, well met then. Uh, and then he looks at the two of you and he says, you must be Herminius, Herminius to uh, Herminius this time. And he will give him uh, like a half bow, nod of the head. And uh, you are Mal- and you must be Malachi. That's right. Uh, your reputations precedes you. Uh, you are all known uh, to be very capable people. There's important work that needs to be done. It needs to be done quickly. Um, and there is no room for error. I am willing to pay for your expert services to get this done as quickly as possible. As you can see, that uh, we are getting a relief caravan of supplies ready. Um, this will be heading north as soon as it's ready. I don't know if you're aware of the plague outbreak uh, north of us in Venti Isonorum. Uh, oh, I hadn't heard. Um, is this a new development? Yes, it's very new. It's been going on for about two weeks now. Um, there was a, some sort of a high tide flood. And after that, people started getting very sick and soon after started dying. The legionaries came in with a corps of physicians to start treating the illness and decided that it was so contagious the city needed to be contained. He kind of like squints and he looks over at Dorina and he says, um, this is an interesting uh, group that you've put together. Are there, uh, is there anything else that we need to be made aware of? He says, um, usually I wouldn't be paying or hiring people of your caliber for something so simple. But the fact of the matter is the doctor in charge of the outbreak is this younger brother of my wife. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, his name is Nobius Getha, uh, Immunus uh, Nobius Getha. And uh, we're worried about him. Uh, we wish that he were elsewhere, but this is his calling. So we want to give him all the supplies he needs so he can put this under control quickly and become and, and come home to his sister and family. Uh, it's a, it's not a long road north, but it will take you more than a day. There can be, there cannot be any delays. Understood. Um, you know, you're to get these supplies to the city, uh, deliver them to the magistrate, you know, to the magistrate there. Julius Tutor is, uh, the magistrate inside Venti Arciorum. I have a manifest for him here to get his signature on it. Okay. Then you are to find my brother-in-law, uh, deliver him this package, and a slave comes forward, and it's basically a, a, a large duffel bag filled with, you know, extra clothes, letters from his family, uh, a bottle of wine, you know, some uh, some heavy incense, and uh, extra like fresh bandages and, and medical supplies. So it's basically a care package to this doctor in a in, in a plague infest you know a plague lockdown city sure he says i don't think that it's it would be too much of a challenge for people of your caliber 
He says, so I'm willing to pay each of you 1,000 sesterce or uh, half of that and grant you a 50% discount on any of the stores I own in the city for the next five years. Uh, he's a merchant importer by trade. So he owns about four different stores of different sort of things. He owns like a spice store, a wine store, um, a fabric store, like anything that's brought in. Uh, you're a, a port city. You're not one of the major importing ports into Britannia, but you are one of them. So he deals with a lot of uh, stuff in Britain that you can't get elsewhere. Hmm, a generous offer, but the uh, coin in hand is always worth more. On Yeah. He says, well, I can pay you 250 now, and you can tell me if you want 250 more or 750 when you get back. Excellent. I'll take the 250 now. Okay, he pays you, and it says that when you get back, I may have need of you to deliver another column, especially if the plague has spread or if the situation has actually gotten worse. Okay. So if there... Are there any other questions? Now would be the time to ask. Uh, my question, is there danger that uh, that this wagon of supplies could possibly face that we should be aware of in advance? The four of you are the only guards for all eight wagons. He says, although it's food and wine and water and bread, um, these supplies aren't cheap, and uh, there might be opportunists wishing to uh, make them their own. If people have fled the city or they're fleeing nearby towns, there may be refugees on the road. I cannot afford any delay in the delivery of these uh, of this, these supplies. Other than the eight wagons, are we bringing anything else? No. Um, there'll be teamsters to, you know, caravan guys. So they can feed the, you know, feed and tend to the mount, you know, the, the, the oxen and um, run the wagons. Um, you can ride on the wagons, you can walk beside them, whatever you know is to your liking, but you are the security and you are in charge. Thank you for this opportunity. Is, is there anything perhaps suspect or uh, not quite on par within the wagons that we should know about, just in case there might be anybody looking for something specific here? Um, I don't need specifics. Yes, and he says, "I feel I'm being accused of something, Herminius." No, 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 no. So I, I did not mishear you then, or perhaps I did, because it, it seemed I was being accused of hiding something in my own wagons. No, just if there is anything that perhaps specific people might be coming after, other than just food and general supplies. Make a charm roll. That is a 27 out of 55, so hard success, just on. He composes himself, turns away from you, hands a wax tablet to Macrion, and he says, here is the manifest, and I assure you, it's quite accurate. Well, give him a bow, then. <laughs> sure it is. Uh, is there uh, anything about the nature of the plague which uh, we need to be aware of before we go? Any special precautions that we may need to take? Good question. Would do us no good he to says, be in judging by my by my what my wife tells me. Her brother has requested 
lots of food and lots of water. Uh, apparently, he doesn't want anyone drinking or eating anything that was in the city at the time of the flood. He thinks that it may be connected to the, the plague. I'm not really sure how. So if you would like to have, if you would like to stop by the kitchen to draw double rations so that you're bringing food in, and, and I, I would suggest you not eating anything when you're within a league of the city. Yeah, interesting. A uh, change in the humor, some uh, foul miasma perhaps brought about by the flood. It's not my territory. You can talk. To, you can talk at length to my brother-in-law. Uh, he'll speak to you until you're wishing you were asleep on <laughs> such matters. But uh, yes. it's beyond me. All I knew is that I was to send as much food and water as I could as quickly as I could. And we will make sure to do that. All right. You know, we basically. Uh, Bid you on your way. Godspeed your path. I'll make an offering for your success. Thank, Thank you. So we are definitely getting the double rations before we walk out, correct? For sure. If you wish, yes. they will grant you, they will give you double dried rations. You will have enough food for 10 days. It's only two, it's only a two-day trip. Okay. And they are hard travel rations. So if you wanted to go to like half rations, you could even stretch some of that out. But again, it's only a two-day trip away. Mm. As we go over um, to do that, Macrion kind of sidles up next to Doreen and says, uh, hopefully we will not need your special skills while we're on this uh, mission. I don't want to use it, but if I have to, if the gods wish, then that's what I will do. Indeed, is uh, for them to decide. Yes. Um, who I, I'm largely been kind of standing a little bit in the background, just sort of observing and listening. But I turn to Dorina and ask, specifically to her, but also to the rest of, of you, because I, since I don't know any of you, who is local or has knowledge of what the route would be like on the way? I imagine I would. You probably have the most. Do you? Yeah. This is the next. Any? This is the next town over for you. Oh, for me? Concerned yeah. About what this route is like? Is there anything that you know of? Um, I will most likely need to roll that. Um, well, no, I will, I'll just tell you because it's you're local. You're from this city. It's uh, two days north on a road. You'll pass a forest on your east. You'll have to cross a river right before you get there, but there is a bridge. It's mostly uh, rolling plains. Okay. And is there any, have you ever felt any threat of uh, bandits or anything on these roads? Or is it pretty well secured? Um, well, if it's only, a, it's two days to get there or one day each? Two days to get there. Okay. So if it's, and As for the question yeah. about bandits, um, they're always a possibility. Not a high possibility, but with the instability and the panic of a plague and possible refugees... Um, that could be more of a possibility. As we're as we're stocking up, I definitely am going to take max rations that I can possibly take. Okay, you actually take a third week. <laughs> you get some odd looks from the kitchen staff, um, but nobody stops you. You were told they were told to, you know, open I, up I, the open up the larders to you, give you whatever you need. I assure so, them that it will not go to waste. I'm going to have each one of you low roll a luck roll for the two-day trip. 
and it's for something different. So I'm um, so Macrion go. Okay. Uh, twenty nine out of seventy. It does not rain. <laughs> it, it is Britain after all. Zarina. Okay. Oh, fifty seven out of sixty five. So I just make it. You do not run into any refugees. Herminius. Is forty three out of seventy. You are not attacked by any wild animals. Malachi. Forty five out of um, you do not run into any ill omens uh, along this path. So, for some reason, <laughs> you spend two very smooth days traveling north. You cross the river and uh, mid, you know, about mid-morning on the third day of your trip, you get to the outskirts of Ventiaisorum. Um, when you get, you, you smell the city long before you get there. Um, just a stench of, of rotting bodies and um, burning flesh, open sewers. It's a, a, a horrid uh, smell coming and kind of blowing towards you because it's, you're going, like the wind's coming in off the coast and it's blowing the air from the city down the road. That's a little too reminiscent for me. That's... Um, and as you get yeah, there, pull my scarf up over my nose. You see the legion is arrayed right outside the main gate, about a hundred, about fifty yards away, sixty yards away, and several of them are—they've got logs, and they're—they've got all of their carpentry tools out. And there seems to be an officer directing them, and they're building something, while two or three other soldiers are gathering large stones. Hmm. As you kind of look beyond these guys, you see that most of the soldiers here are armed with their shields, helmets, the works. And in the, in the 50 or 60 yards between this line and the main gate, um, there are half a dead dozen or half a dozen dead soldiers laying face down uh, and about twice that many civilians. And it looks like there's been a battle in the last day or two. Crows are like picking at some of these bodies, but they still appear mostly fresh. Mm. Um, you do spot one man with uh, the crossbar helmet of a centurion who appears to be in charge. Mm-hmm. And uh, they halt you. They, the, the, as soon as the caravan gets to this line, they say, hold here. And Hail, centurion. Stay, stay back. And he comes over and he says, uh, Salve, citizen. This road is closed for the moment. Uh, these are supplies for the city? Yes. We were sent by... What was his name? <laughs> um, so... Oh. Fidelius Afer? Uh, uh, good Fidelius. Do you have papers? Uh, yes. I assume so. He, he checks the wax tablet, hands it back to you. He says, it may be a day. It may be a bit of a wait. We've run into some, uh, a bit of a situation. And he's like, he yells over to the engineer, how much longer? He says, at least a day. And he says, you know, we need, he says, we need that catapult. It'll take too long to bring one up. 
A catapult, you say? What? Um, he kind of like waves his hand at the corpses strewn all around. He says, uh, we thought there was a plague here. What, uh, what has transpired? He raises an eyebrow and he says, and you are, sir? Oh, I am uh, Macrion. I'm Scar. And your company? This is uh, Dorina and uh, Malachi and uh, Herminius. Everyone roll your status. Two! Two dice rolls! <laughs> Actually, three if you count the luck checks for travel. And I would have hit you with a storm or a bear. Uh, just, you know, <laughs> if anybody screwed up those rolls, there would I would have just come up with something. I, I failed. 73 over 55. He has not heard of you. I got a uh, six out of 30. They have heard it. He has heard of you. Where is status? Uh, I have a, a skill. 26 out of 35. Okay. They have heard of Darina, the shepherdess, which is not odd because you live right down the road. You're from here. Grew up with this dude. I, I shot hopes with your brother in high school. <laughs> Well, uh, and and also fitting since I'm not even remotely from this part of the world, uh, I rolled a 100. So okay, <laughs> you are invisible, um, which actually I kind of like to be. So, right. so he says, Herminius, the finder. Yes, at your service. The witch hunter, Herminius. With that, he kind of cocks his head slightly and gives kind of a sly grin. He's like the one in the same. He says, and Darina, good. Oh, hmm. You lot walk with me. Macrion looks offended. Like, he, like he's, <laughs> he's like, oh, the finder. Oh, I know you. And he's like, oh. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like trying to hey, you roll, I didn't tell you to fail your roll. <laughs> I just give dirty looks to everyone who is acting out at this moment. <laughs> okay, as you as you walk with him, he says, here's the situation. Um, he says, my name is Junius Comintus. He says, mm -hmm. I had a group of men guarding the main gate. Mm -hmm. um, it was shit duty. Someone had to do it. Okay. They, after the third day, uh, they were demanding to be transferred and rotated out of the main gate duty. Now, if you do that, you risk the plague infecting the rest of my men. Um, and then I would have plague tents out here and we'd need to bring up more troops. Until it was contained, I needed the gate secured. Mm -hmm. It had to be some unit, it turned out to be theirs. They demanded to be cycled out, I refused. They somehow got a bunch of townspeople who claimed they weren't sick and wanted to leave the city to help them and they tried to break out they tried to um they tried to abandon their posts and um you know they they rushed the line and we had to cut them down we fought them in the field they rushed back to the gate they've sealed it and they said they're not letting anyone in or out until they're all given horses and allowed to leave the city there's about 20 of them now I don't want to risk any of my men assaulting the main gate. Uh, they have crossbows. They have the high ground. They have the fortification. Uh, what I will do is I will have a catapult built to destroy that gatehouse, but that's going to take a couple of days. 
Now, I don't know if you're content to wait for that, but if you could help me get this situation resolved, I would very much appreciate it. Uh, and I'm sure the governor would appreciate it as well. You know, we're, we're trying to keep a lid on the situation here while putting as few of our own men at risk. We can't have plague running through the Legion. Uh, has anyone inspected the bodies? Is there any sort of um, anything that you it can be gleaned from that? The pustules, uh, bruising, anything like that? He goes, no, these bodies out here, they were all killed by Pelham and Crossbow. Uh, yes, but the civilians, they uh, don't appear to be infected? Whether they appear to be infected or not, my orders are clear. I'm going to let no one out until the Aminus inside gives the all clear that the plague is under control. And I can tell you by the moans and the stench, the plague has not been cleared. Um, I don't mean to sound cruel or cold, but I don't care if every single person in this town dies so long as we can contain it from infecting every city in the province. So far, we've been lucky. I would like to solve, save as many people as I can, but I can't do that with renegades holding the gate and refusing to let uh, supplies in. Of course. So all of these soldiers were killed uh, fighting off the citizens trying to escape? Oh, it was soldiers against soldiers with civilians mixed in. So isn't it interesting that legion legionnaires would fight against their training? Or, uh, and I, I kind of say this as an aside to Dorina. I'm curious to know what kind of Roman soldiers rebel to this extent. As a history lesson, lots. <laughs> lots and lots and lots. Um, rebellion in the legion was not unheard of. In extreme situations like this, you know, uh, uh, a unit that had less than perfect discipline, uh, you know, trying so this, to flex their muscles in a time of stress, it wouldn't be unheard of. Yeah, so this is a unit with less than perfect discipline. Yes. Make an idea. Well, here's the thing. If, if you had to pick one unit to stand on a duty that would have a 50-50% chance of getting them killed, yep. who would you send? Yeah, right. Mm. <laughs> yeah, to the backwater, you know, right. dark, darkest recesses of the Empire. Yeah. Uh, I'd so seen he, the he, least trained, most rambunctious. He, he basically sent his, you know, least valuable men to guard the main gate. Mm -hmm. mm. Apparently they figured that out. So, I understand that you need to, and I may be speaking, I, I assume because I am known that I can speak, frankly. Not only that, you're in Britannia and you're, and you're half British. Um, women were allowed more of a voice in this province and from your, um, your background. So you can actually speak up here and it wouldn't be unheard of. Okay. If you if you had traveled to Gaul, it might be weird. But okay. in your own backyard in this province, it's not. So he he mentioned that um, if we were willing to take some time out to assist, um, I'm addressing that because we were told that we need to make this delivery and then return back because we may need to make a, an additional delivery. So. The um, gentleman who sent us, who, insert name here, 
<laughs> uh, expects us to return within the next two days. So us assisting would, and I agree, I imagine the party would agree with me on this, us assisting wouldn't really be beneficial to what we're supposed to be doing. So I kind of, unless somebody wants to stop me before I kind of talk this out, I'm going to think we need to focus more on the, what we need to take care of. And even though these are people that I I know, you know, what's my pro- I hung out with my brother in high school type of thing, we were paid to do something. And, and unless you get into the city, you can't. Right. Yeah, I'm assuming yeah. that Getha, Getha is in the city. Yeah. Yeah. And we so we were told to deliver this to him and check up on him and without the person without breaking the line, right? Then we the, can't we cannot fulfill our duty. And yeah. um you have to deliver a very much looking him, forward also, to that fifty percent off all shop sales. Right. The uh the person you delivered the uh, the supplies to, uh Dulius Tudor is in the city as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you can't do anything until you get into the city. Could we could we perhaps leverage this as a way to also help the centurion with his problem? He says, here's the thing. They don't know you. Um, If you go up and attempt to negotiate with them, get them to release the gate. uh, Promise them whatever you want. If they come out peacefully, I will be merciful. But I need that gate. And, and I cannot have the city locked off. Whatever people are still in there who aren't sick, right now they're starving. These supplies need to get in. And if you can't get them to see reason, if you could distract them long enough for my men to run into Pelham range, we can take them. We can use you as a distraction and take them by surprise. So I'm going to ask, do I know anybody that happens to be at that gate? You can't tell. You're too far away. That would be an extreme luck roll. All right. Um, but you know, people... you didn't roll that until you were right there. Okay. He says, promise them whatever you want. Um, just get them to relinquish control of that gate. Okay. Is there any well, idea how many of the townspeople, the villagers are, you know, in this rebellion, if you will? I have no idea. I can't imagine it's too many. Not after the uh, fiasco of their attack. So they lost more than the. Oh yes, most of those bodies are them, but uh, about a third of them are mine. Okay. Desperate people do foolish things. How many people inhabit the town? Oh, several thousand. Hmm. Hmm. Well, it appears we have our work cut out for us if we were to deliver these supplies and uh, return swiftly. Yeah, I agree. Um, can I roll for spot hidden to see if there's anything that I notice? You're way too far away. I tried. You're like a hundred. You're you're like out of you're out of crossbow range. So it's mm-hmm. you're gonna you know they pulled back out of crossbow range. Okay. Um, May we Yes. Um, at, you know, whatever. Uh, we'll watch closely. I'll have my men ready to storm the gate at the, you know, at the opportunity, at the best opportunity. Do you want to have a, a signal for when you, when negotiations have failed? Maybe you throw, you know, take off your cloak or something that you know we can notice. I can take I'm off sure. my cloak if it gets that bad. 
Okay. My cloak is covering my weapons anyway. So. so if you drop your cloak, I'll have my men rush. I'll have my men rush up. We'll try and nonchalantly start wandering forward as soon as you make contact. And again, I, I would rather not shed any blood. If you can get them to relinquish the gate, I'm willing to be merciful. So then I ask that you don't move forward until we've made some sort of conversation first. Absolutely. Make a persuade roll. All right. Uh, two. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he looks at you. Oh, and he's like, and he, like, he stares into your eyes and he's like, as you wish, Darina. If you want us to have a peaceful negotiation, the only way we can do this is by showing that we are peaceful as we walk in. With you moving forward, I never said I wanted a peaceful negotiation. I want a successful resolution above all. But you don't want bloodshed, so you have my well. I it wouldn't be my first choice. Does not want his own bloodshed. (laughs) Well well said, sir. He says, "But Doreen, I have given you my word against my better judgment because you rolled a two. Okay. So what negotiation? He says that last part in Latin, and it sounds really cool. So um, <laughs> I will I'm trying to think what I could possibly do um, to give you a sign that negotiations have started. Already, the sign of to attack is Malachi taking off his coat, his cloak. Okay, but I all right, got it. I mean, they and, can. Uh, they're watching you when you start talking to them. You know, when you get all the way to the door and not get shot, they'll know that negotiations have successfully <laughs> begun. What I want to make sure is that we don't get shot walking towards. So how do you want to accomplish getting to the gate without getting shot? Well, we're not doing that. Well, uh, might I suggest that we have eight carts with us? Might I suggest that we take one of them to the gates mm-mm. and we can leave the other seven visible but far enough away? As hey, I'm, not in charge, I'm not in charge of your carts. You are. If you want to risk one of them being grabbed by the rebels, by all means. If you think that'll help your negotiating with, ta- your negotiating position. With the fine soldiers within range out here, I do not think that they would risk opening the gate simply to grab one cart. Okay, then. Again, they're, the carts aren't I don't have authorization over the carts. You do, so that's your choice. Um, it, is a white flag still like a thing that's recognized at this point, we'll or is say that, that well, it, the whatever the equivalent of peaceful parlay and negotiation? <clears throat> if it is a white flag back then or not, we're going to say that either the white flag is, or you do the equivalent. Okay. So I'm concerned about leaving the carts. Because of the fact that there could be other people not clustered in that area. Hmm. And we need to make sure everything is delivered. We have a ma- uh, manifest, manuscript, manifest, sorry, uh, that has what we need to deliver. And especially a specific hmm. package that we don't want taken. So people are desperate. Hmm. I feel that we should bring all of them with us, especially because we're coming as peacemakers, so we have hmm. nothing to hide, um, nor are we fearful that they're going to do anything for us. Uh, if you, I, 
I would be worried if we had all of the carts there. That is a mighty fine target and a mighty large treat that they might risk grabbing. So the, the counterpoint to that would be that if they have their hands occupied trying to pull in eight carts, uh, at that point, um, discussion has failed, and I take my cloak off, and while they're dealing with eight carts, the soldiers rush them, perhaps. Very true. Would a I... trap too large for them to successfully remove in time. Do the soldiers have any chance, uh, any idea of how many rebels there are manning this gate? Any idea? Have we covered that? I don't think we've covered that yet. Uh, I don't, he, manning the gate, I'm not sure. He is, I think he's he uncertain about how many are actually inside, but I don't think we've covered how many specifically are on the gate. Right. Well, while we're talking amongst ourselves, maybe we can kind of work this out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Without the, the keeper there. Um, well, so I, Macrion would just say if, if we, uh, advance under a banner of parlay, uh, whether we bring the carts or not is not necessarily relevant. We wish to uh, discuss terms and they can clearly see that we have supplies that are deeply in need and in, inside the city. My biggest concern is he's already had men betray him. And as he said, times, desperate times call for desperate people. So not that I'm, doubting their loyalty but the opportunity for fresh food the opportunity you know if they're seeing other members flee you know it it just kind of leaves it out there and that's my only reasoning that i don't necessarily want to say in front so this kind of works out um Mm. that i don't trust his men and yeah i I actually like your point I, i think there's an honesty to having all the wagons there uh, to show them. I mean, the thing is, I, you know, I'm assuming that they're well-intended people, uh, as a refugee myself, I can understand sort of the need to want to feed your people. So I, I can only imagine the intent isn't to hoard that just simply for the rebels, but you know, they are trying to look out for the best interests of their fellow townspeople, which is my assumption. So even getting it, uh, even if it's taken, it may end up still in the right hands uh, to some extent, though potentially we don't get paid the staggering amount of money that I would love to get paid. Which is why we are here to begin with. Yes, it's not politics. Well, if if the soldiers outside the wall uh, had their minds set on stealing these eight wagons, there are but four of us. And yep. while uh, I am physically strong and uh, Malachi is quite a large individual himself. I don't believe that we could hold off the uh, entire Legion. Yeah. And I think the Legion, you know, flip on the flip side, I don't think the Legion wants a fight. You know, I think it's important for them to have this resolved more important for them to have this resolved peacefully. Like one of you said, uh, simply that means less blood of their own being spilt, you know? Right. And the troops outside are well supplied. Okay. They're not hurting for supplies. Um, you know, they brought their own food. They brought their own water. You know, they're pretty self-sufficient. They are legionaries. Well, the ones that, and this is off away from the gem. There were other ones that were legionaries. Um, but if there's 
they're well supplied. There's food. The comment that I made is kind of moot at this point. Um, but we do want to know if they know how many people. Again, they don't. They may have recruited more in the two days since the battle. Okay. I say we go talk to them. Uh, Darina, you're a local. You may know people here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can... I can speak to some of their concerns myself as somebody that's experienced hardships like they are. So, the, oh, sorry. So, Hermineus, you had suggested how many we'd leave behind? Uh, I suggest we take one or two with us. Leave the bulk of the treat within view. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, how are you signaling other than coming up with a wagon that, uh, we, we have whatever the equivalent banner of parlay would be. Okay, you get within 30 feet of the gate. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a walled settlement, so there's a, a wide road gate here. Um, you can see that they've piled up some barrels and boxes to kind of reinforce the gate. And uh, you hear a voice from the wall say, that's far enough. Do I know the voice? No. So I will speak. It is I, Dorina. Before you do anything, mm. I'm going to I'm going to give you guys a piece of Call of Cthulhu advice. Check what your fast talk, persuade, and charm skills are before you start talking and negotiating. Oh, I already have. Because <laughs> it's always right. the one person speaking up who has base. I mean, I have oratory and rhetoric. I don't have fast talk or charm. So I do not have fast talk. If you're lying, charm is if uh, charm is if you just want to be charming. Persuade is if you want to convince themselves to attempt them to do something. So I have a thirty in fast talk. I have a forty in persuade. I have a seventy in persuade. After all, getting people to do things is kind of what I do. <laughs> okay, so you're at the main gate. They, they told you to hold there. Uh, Blow the horse. Ox. Ox. <laughs> and uh, whatever, you, whatever you do to an ox. <laughs> and the gate kind of opens a crack. Okay. And two guys come out. They are legionaries. They look dirty. They look tired. Uh, they have pelums and uh, they stay. One of them is kind of looking behind you towards the line of the legionaries. The other one addresses you and uh, says, well, what's all this? It says, we've given our orders. We're not letting any supplies in unless you've come to agree to our demands. I ask, what are your demands? He says that uh, we want horses to take ourselves and 12 others out of here. We don't want to be followed for one hour. We, we just want, we're, we're not sick. We just want out of this city. But now is it fair for you to take these horses, you such a, a small percentage of the town, and just leave it behind? After all, aren't you here to protect these people, your neighbors and your friends? I'm here to protect the Empire from any of its enemies. Uh, uh, last I saw, a Pelum or a Gladius was no use against the plague. I'm not a physician. 
we didn't none of us signed up here to to throw our lives away. And sure, we'll, well take our we'll take our, our our turn at the gate. But why is it always you know why does it have to be us? Let, let's cycle it out every day. Well, as you speak of physician, ironically enough, that is one of the reasons that we are here. We're to speak with a physician within the town, Not as well as deliver these supplies. Town. Well, perhaps, though, if you allow us to speak with the physician, that we might be able to assist in the cause. We might be able to get you out of here sooner. And all of this will just be water under the bridge at that moment. Right. And if I let you into the city, I lose any leverage of controlling this gate. I'm not a fool. You are not getting into the city until we have our, our until we have our pardon. Well, then what if you just let us in? Let me repeat myself. We are not letting anyone into this city until we have our pardon, until we have our horses, and we are safely on our way. Those are our demands. You either meet them or you back away from this gate before I order my men to shoot. Friend, don't you think that your gesture of letting us help these poor townspeople with these supplies that are meant for them to mitigate the issues they're having with this plague... Don't you think that would go some substantial way to your commander allowing you to to meet your demands? I don't give a piss about these townspeople. I want my unit and I off of this gate, out of this plague-ridden area, so we have the rest of our lives to live instead of wasting away with the rest of this town. And yet, if you flee on these horses, where would you go? We'll take they, our chances. They would surely track you down. They'll have the plague to worry about. We'll be long gone before they get to us. How many are you that you need horses? Why don't I just tell you their names, their ranks, and where all their families live as well? Again, I'm not a fool. Unless you have something better to say to me, this conversation is over. Can we see how many people at all? Can we get a You see this guy and one other. Do I know either of them? No. They're not from Britain. Yeah, these aren't. Yeah, these are. I'm assuming legionnaires, not anybody actually part of the town. Right. Soldiers. I don't, I mean, I don't know that it's helpful necessarily, but can I make an empire role to see like what legion they're from? Like where would they be based out of? Oh, they're from this legion that's stationed here. The thing is Rome never stations men where they're recruited. Yeah. Yeah. If you join the army in like Turkey, you're serving in France. Um, because they don't want you to have friends and family nearby so you can go AWOL. Right. But they've been there for a, a decent amount of time. They could have made some connections, correct? They, they clearly don't give a shit. Yeah. Hey. I'm, I'm trying to think. They might have cared previously, but they don't care anymore. Make a spot hidden roll. Oh, nine. Yes. The good. one guy with him is leaning heavily on his pelum. And he has excrement running down his legs. Oh, my God. Well, they're sick. That's I don't I don't uh, want them playing. Yeah. Uh, I will raise my hands. The, 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 the guy and, you're talking to yeah. doesn't look sick, but the guy next to him. Uh, Herminius will raise his hands and uh, say, may I approach just and I, he'll kind of show like attempt to show he is unarmed, not a threat and say half distance. 
He steps forward towards you, but he has his hand on his sword. He hasn't res- he hasn't said no, so I'll take that as an okay, and I'll start to take a few steps forward. <laughs> so as long as he allows me to close distance just a little bit more, I'll uh, say my job, my specialty is getting people what they need, what they desire. However, we need a little bit in return, not as payment, but as promise, as guys. We cannot give this to you without giving all of the suspense away to the army. If we deal with you without actually getting anything in return, then we will be killed along with you. They are not above charging the gates and killing whoever gets in front of them. I do not want to die in that process. There has to be a little bit of give before there can be all the take. Just as a a sign. In that statement, so you're going to have to roll a fast talk. Which I don't really have. (laughs) I I did warn you about that. That's a 53 out of 35. All right, that's going to be a lot of luck points to burn. He says, you're a terrible liar. They're not going to kill you. He says, but if you want a concession, how about this? If they, I will turn myself over. If they let the rest of my men, you know, out of this city, I'll take full responsibility for the uprising as long as the others are let, you know, are let go. The civilians, I could, I don't care about. My friend, I'm sorry. I do not think that they will let you go until this plague is treatable. And unfortunately, it cannot be treated unless we get in the town and deliver the supplies necessary. That is a I do apologize. Statement. I'm going to allow you to attempt a hard persuade check. Oof. All right. Well, let's hope I get under a 35. And that is an 86. <laughs> Spend all the luck. <laughs> I don't even I don't think I have enough luck. Can I hear that at all? <sighs> okay. I'd I'd have to spend what 51 luck. <laughs> yeah, <just> to... <laughs> oh god. Uh, he says, maybe you're right. Maybe they're not gonna let us all out with the position we have. And he he draws his sword. I start just and says, reaching and says, up my cloak. And, you know, and says, drop your weapons. I'm taking you all, I'm taking you all prisoners. He's, and you see guys with crossbows on the wall uh, starting to come into position. What do you do? What do all of you do? Well, we did want to get into the town. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I put my hands up. He's okay. got a small knife, so unless they're going to search me, they're not going to. Okay, Dorina, what do you do when you hear they're taking you prisoner? So the first thing is I'm I have to look and see how many people are shooting at me because it's there are me two and... people with crossbows on the wall. They won't be able to fire until the end of next round because oh. they're they're kind yeah. of popping up and then they'll aim. So you've got this guy and the guy on his pelum. The guy on his pelum is is starting to kind of heft it to throw, mm-hmm. but he's not going to be able to do it as quickly as as he normally would. He appears to be, you know, 
un unsteady so, feet. And I am how far away? Because I know you're, you're very close to both of them. Oh, so then I'm gonna do an intimidation, and I'm going to take out my crossbow. You're gonna take take out your crossbow and say what? Like drop it and roll intimidation. I think I'm just gonna say I'm gonna take it out and be like, listen, I'm one of these people. My concern. No, 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 no. That's not okay. how you intimidate. That's negotiating. <laughs> intimidate is this. All right, okay, you, fine. You, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it out. it's... I it That's it. Drop it. Okay, that's intimidation. Roll. Malachi, are you, are, are you starting to strip? <laughs> I am. I, 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 yeah, I mean, I'm at this point, I'm sort of backing back just a little bit, but I want to get actually very close to the gate. So I'm trying to position myself on the side of the gate gate so that a the centurion sees me uh and b i have a shot at leveraging myself into the gate if it goes that way so i rolled a 53 drop the cloak i haven't dropped the cloak yet okay uh darina roll your intimidation 53 out of 50 i'm going to use three luck points to make that successful okay he dropped the pelum um so the guys at on the wall won't be able to act until next round. Malachi, because you position yourself. I take yeah. As as I'm moving over, once I get into position, I'm I, my cloak comes off. Okay, your cloak comes off. Um, okay, this is what's going to happen this round. Um, the guys at the top of the wall see you holding, see Darina holding the with the crossbow, and he's surrendered. They aim crossbows at you, Darina, and they order you to drop it, but they don't have intimidate. <laughs> so they're saying, drop it or we'll shoot. You know, And uh, Herminius, he's seeing that his man is now, you know, immobile and disarmed. So mm -hmm. he's going to come forward with his sword. So how do you want to handle your opponent? And then Malachi will get to you. Because okay. something's happening for you, but let's can, can resolve you the block out where we are exactly. You're all by the main gate around a uh, a wagon. You've kind of snuck closer to the town to be positioned by the gate. The guys on the wall with the crossbow cannot see Malachi, so they do not have a shot anymore. Macrion, you're standing in the middle of everything with your hands up, unless you've moved. Well, and Herminius is about to enter melee combat with their parent leader. Mm -hmm. I, I was wondering whether or not I would be able to, since I'm just kind of like standing there, when the guy goes for uh, Herminius, if I could just like grab him in a bear hug. Huh. Let's roll some initiative. All right. <laughs> All right. This guy's six, so he goes on five. Uh, so is this, it's a dex, it's just based on dex, right? Um, yeah. Well, okay. just, just roll 10. Let's keep it simple. Did you say roll? Yes. Okay. Just a single die? Yeah. Seven. Okay. Herminius? Three. Three. Okay. So it's going to be Macrion, your opponent, and then Herminius. All right. So Herminius, the if, you take, if you take the crossbow off that guy, they're going to shoot you. So you're having a, a Brythonic standoff. <laughs> okay, so Macrion, this the guy is not even looking at you. So if you wanted to, like, jump out of the wagon and try and wrestle this guy to the ground, have at it with your brawl. All right, I will do so. Does he have his sword out already, or is he reaching? Yes, he does. 
Okay. All right. I just try to grab him in a bear hug so he can't use it. Here we go. Oh, 79 out of 50. <laughs> oh. So he he starts to like go for him, and I guess he like sees me out of the corner of his eye and just like spins and then comes back okay. around it. it. It's a big enough distraction that he tries to back away so that he's not fighting both of you, like one behind him, one. So he kind of pivots to the side to get you both in front of him. So he does not attack Herminius this round. Herminius, you can press the advantage. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm actually. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll help Markion out because I don't. I feel bad that he jumped in to save me when I put myself into such deep shit. Uh, <laughs> Not you. Yeah. So I'll uh, I'll I'll kind of uh, rush up and attempt to kind of get on the other side of this guy as well. So we create like a centurion sandwich. And just give him as little room as possible to maneuver. Are you going to attack? Yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 I'll attack him. So that's going to be a 48 out of 60 for my brawl. Oh, you're attacking him barehanded? You're not using a weapon? Uh, no, not right now. Not yet. Okay. So are you punching him or are you, gr- are you trying to grab him? I'm trying, I'm like grabbing him. Okay, trying so to kind of keep him. Grab him. You're in a. Yeah. Uh, his brawl is. You've grabbed him and you're wrestling around on the floor. You don't have him pinned, mm-hmm. uh, but you've managed to knock him down, but not like restrain him. So that's okay. Um, his counter brawl. You're now like rolling around with him. Mm-hmm. Um, key moment is Malachi. This is all going to be up to you now, because. Yeah. You see a guy starting to push the gate closed. Exactly. Yep. So what do you I, do? I want to forcibly put myself basically as a door jam. Um, hit poop leg. I have my club. I have a club out to hit anybody that basically gets in my way and stick in the door if needed. If need to be. Okay. So you wedge yourself in the door. Like I just forcibly try to keep the door open. Basically. Oh, you're. You're a strong guy, so you go, you shove the door back, you knock this centurion back a little bit. He, he, I want you to make a luck roll. Is this is this the main centurion we've been talking to, or the six? No, old? this is another guy who was kind of standing behind, ready to close the gate oh, if it okay. went south. Okay, make a luck roll. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, Twenty-seven. Thir- 37. My luck is something higher than that. 65. Okay. Um, is that a hard success, 37? No, it's... Uh, I mean, it's almost half. It's about half. Okay. Oh, is that a ha- Yeah, that's a hard success. I guess it's okay. like... You push him back. You, okay. like, slam the door, and you end up sending this guy back on his heels. He tries to draw his sword, and he just doubles over and cramps, and you see just excrement kind of like just like shoot out of him like around right down his legs and he collapses onto his knees and cramps. Um, but you are able to like get the gate like wide open. Okay. Um, yep. Some of the other troops who are like, got, were supposed to be guarding this area. They start running. And before you even realize, before you get to the next round of rolling around with this guy, he is taken down in a flurry of blows from the backs of Pelham's as troops just 
bum rush the gate. Um, and the guys with had crossbows on you drop them. All right. So at that point, I'm going to back away because I also don't want to expose myself any more than necessary to whatever the illness is in here and get back to guarding the wagons. Okay. The commander comes up and says, good job. We know what unit is. We'll send people to find them in town. We're taking these men into custody. You can bring the rest of your wagons in and complete your mission. Hey, everybody. Before we wrap up this episode, I'd like to take a minute to say thank you for tuning in. We hope you're enjoying the podcast from our interviews and actual plays to our rambling roundtable discussions. If you like what you're here and you'd like to support the show, we have great sponsors for you to check out. Birds of a Feather Coffee Company is a small batch craft coffee roaster and is our OG sponsor. They have three signature blends to choose from. The Morning Lark, which is a light roast. The Night Owl Blend, which is a rich dark roast. And the Hummingbird Decaf Blend. They also have the exclusive Legendary Brew, a nice medium roast coffee, perfect fuel for all those late night gaming sessions. If you use the code LEGENDS10, you'll get 10% off your order and shipping is always free. So head on over to tinyurl.com forward slash legendary brew or click on the link in the show notes. Thanks everybody for checking it out. We'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.